This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. wondering, because I devil in filmmaking myself, how <laughs> he had to drop that in, P. he had to drop it in. Just he's going to get me and give me a couple of pictures. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening avidly, I'm hanging on every <laughs> Thank you. You can do a documentary yeah. about two old blokes and their, and their um, amateur radio show if you want. <laughs> I was talking layers earlier. There's plenty of layers there, I tell you. I'm not going to swear on radio, but they said, if you, uh, we've got our own audience, we control our own message, we don't need you uh, helping us. Listen to our show and you'll appreciate the film even more and go to the Q&A and say, I heard you, Peter, on Expanding Horizons. In fact, if I go, I might do that. I <laughs> pretend to be someone else. So I heard you on the radio um, the other day. Yeah, yeah, talking to Stu and Cole. Yeah, talking to Stu and Cole. That was a great interview. They sound like good guys. Yeah, they said to you... Expanding Horizons. And Kira Koto, welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. My name's Stuart, Colin's here as well. I've put my teeth back in. You want to start that again from the top? Colin, no, I'm not. Colin is here as well. Hello, oh, Stuart. My brain's working too fast. Ah, oh, yeah, too fast for your mouth. It is. I'm neurodiverse. I <laughs> I so don't. Don't say anything. Don't mess with Stu, right? <laughs> don't send in any caustic texts and going, Stu, why are you doing this? That's why. Uh, it's just my brain does work really fast. In different ways, man, <laughs> than other people. Not, not to boast. No, not, not to sure. flex. Not to flex. <laughs> not a brain flex going on. So how's your morning, Stu? Ah, pretty quiet. Just dabbling in, yeah. dabbling in a few things. That's it. It was perfect, really, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was pretty cold, though. It was pretty cold, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got out and had a ride before the um, before the wind got up. Right. And uh, the old cows and sheep were just looking at me strangely going, <laughs> that man's a fool. That man's a fool. Mm. Now, last Which week on the show... You already knew. No. No, no. I didn't say that. Last week on... Yes. Yeah, we did stiff records. <laughs> We'd have been stiff this morning out there, wasn't it? <laughs> All the branches were stiff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was good. And if you want to catch that show and learn about that independent record label, then plainsfm.org.nz. Look for Expanding Horizons and scroll through our shows. You can also catch up on that show that um, was mentioned during that sweeper with uh, Peter. Peter Day. Talking about his film Off the Rails. That was great. Great film. Yeah, check that out. Um, Hopefully it's screening somewhere else. Yeah, Mm. probably it's going around the country, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Hopefully. Check it out. Yeah. And maybe you can... I don't know if YouTube's got interviews with him, but he was a good guy, wasn't he? He was a good guy. Yeah, don't be uh, encouraged to train surf, though. No. No, no, train surfing, not on. Actually, I I was thinking about, you know, because in the movie, it's not train surfing, but in the movie um, Teen Wolf, the original 1980s movie with (laughs) Michael J. Fox, he surfs on the top of a van. Oh, right. Which I wondered, you know, the old, how many people went, gee, that looks good, I'll give that a go. That doesn't look (laughs) 
dangerous at all. And that would have backfired big time. Big weight. Big, big weight. Big weight. So last week's Stiff Records was great, wasn't yep. it? And we're going to do another independent record oh, company. Oh, we are <laughs> just pushing, pushing on with our record label. Because we've had such a huge amount of feedback. Yeah, people love it. People yep. love their record labels. They do. They like wearing T-shirts of them. Yeah. Got enamel stickers on, mm. vinyl stickers of them. That's right. So today we're going to get wrecked, aren't we? Wrecked. Fat. It's going to be a fat show. With big fat mic. <laughs> yeah. Fat wreck chords. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> That's it. That is it. It's very clever. Mm. It's very clever. Yeah. A great punk label, right? Yeah, they yeah. brought yeah. us so many of those great American punk bands. Yeah. So we've got a whole range of stuff from Teenage Bo- Bottle Rocket. Oh, that's good. I like them. To the Descendants, to uh, No Fix. Yeah. All right, so... Should we, start, should we start out? I think we should crack into it. What one are you thinking about? Now, I'm just doing a double check. Is it Propagandi or is it Propagandi? No, Propagandi. That's all right. Yeah. Okay, I'm just checking because sometimes the spelling gets a bit messed up on these Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. So well, when could, I'm not paying attention. There could be some content that is going to blow your brain. That's right. And any eras like that just set me up for an embar- for embarrassing times. Yep, no worries. And I'm sure you set me up sometimes with a few of them. Yeah, <laughs> some of my handwriting, I think, Stu will just work that out and then... <laughs> Then I go, really? Yeah. Is that how you thought it was spelt? <laughs> With that silent Z at the start. That's right. All the, all the band names and the song names get mixed up. Oh, yeah, I know. I hate it when I do that. And I look yeah. down my list and go, oh, I started out going band, 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 and then yeah. up song, song, yeah. song. Band first, song second. Yes. Or song first, first band, band second. second. But not a mix. Or put them in speech marks. Or <laughs> <laughs> underline them. Anyway, let's do, let's stop it. Yeah. Let's do propaganda with Failed Imagineer and you're on Expanding Horizons. Let's have a drink Back when the world and his girl Great grandfather and Rose Letters of apology to out of those Families of the men Who could let you hold Hunted to this dead fight That run out of the coast Are you rival Great grandfather Keep back from my death Transformed into a damage And by the man Never spoke on the slaughter He witnessed first hand Just 
Julian Carlos, Expanding Horizons. We're in a click-tick mix. My metaphors that rhyme Hardly ever on my mind I'd rather see what's on TV Wasted days to be fine They're not wasted if they're mine Wasted efforts not for me Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. Situation in a foreign 
Expand Your Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Yes, Expand Your Horizons with Stu and Cole every week on Expanding Horizons. And today we are doing Fat Records, the independent label <laughs> band. And we, and we just had a three-pack. I'll talk about that last one last because it will link into what um, gonna we're going to do. Yeah. So first up was Failed Imagineer from Propagandi and, and after that Going Out in Style from Bracket. And that last track was I Love You More Than I Can't See the End of It. I love you more than something or other than I hate you. Yeah, no, no, right. I love you more than I hate me. Yeah, <laughs> as that's much right. as, which is a great title. Yeah, um, yeah. They caught they, these songs are going to catch us out because they're super, super fast, fast. super short that's as right. well. They, and they come to that abrupt close. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're, we're, we're kicking it. They're back playing. They're playing hundred miles an hour, and then they're not yeah. going anywhere. We just put our feet up in the lazy boys in the studio here, <laughs> yeah, and the song right. finishes. <laughs> put their smoking jackets on. <laughs> Got my slippers. Got right. my slippers, yeah. So Fat Records, um, mm. founded in 1990. Yep. I think it was. Yep, 1990 by um, Michael Burkett, uh, who was part of NoFX, better known as... Fat Mike. Fat Mike. Mm. Yep. And his wife, Erin. And so they founded the label. And what he wanted to do was, um, so he only really wanted to sign bands that interest, interested him and had uh, shared similar values. So that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know... It, it, to date, they, you know, they're selling like a million records a year, yeah, type type situation. So, 157 studio albums to date. There is a lot. Released. There yeah, is a big a um, there is a big market for that style of music, right? Mm. That yeah, he's yeah, doing, yeah. and people, you know, in his ethos, I think. Mm. And the interesting business practice. Um, so again, this is called according to Wikipedia, which is always right. Yeah, is where we get our info. Yeah, from. that's right. <laughs> because <laughs> we're not going to check our sources, but they only sign one record deals with bands, which is quite interesting. Oh, okay, it? yeah, and this allows the bands working with Fat Records to have a choice as to if they want to uh, put a record out on the label, that's, if and when. That sounds a bit like um, when I think back to when we did the two tone one. Mm. You know, and Jerry Dammers would just yeah. sign. You know, they'd put a put like Madness out, for example, and then let Madness sign with his, um yeah. with Stiff, right? Mm. And you know, sign this one. You put a single out, and you can just sign with someone else if you want to. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean that that band doesn't have, you know, won't produce another record with. Um, oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, just that's a one right. record deal. Yeah. Yeah. One and done. Yeah. Come back if you do what you like. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't tie them to anything. Um, and they're also not a member of, and have never been a member of the Recording Industry Association of America, and are, <laughs> are quite anti that. Um, and there's an interesting little quote on Wikipedia about that that you can read that I can't say on here. Um, but they spent three years having their label's name removed from their members list, right? <laughs> which was spelt wrong as well, by the uh, way. Ah, yeah. So they're pretty anti that. And they are also reasonably political as well. A lot of the labels, uh, a lot of the bands that are on the label campaigned in Punk Voter, which was started by Fat Mike and attempted to encourage the youth in the USA to vote in the 2004 presidential election. Um, I think, um, yeah, I, I read about I read, yeah. And they've, they've had similar, because the Interrupters talked about it right. a, couple, a few yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. you know, getting out and voting. Mm. And all. So I, I remember Billy Bragg being involved in... right. 
in, in that as well. So they're quite an interesting record label, aren't they? And, and stick to their principles. Yeah, that's that right. Sounds of it. It's not all about the money. No, I don't think they've sold out either. Like a lot of the ones we've featured have kind of gone. I could be wrong. Yeah. Oh, you mean been bought by bigger yeah. labels? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and possibly in the future we'll do one from Discord Records, right? Mm. Um, and always, I know I've talked to you about this before, and I probably mentioned this on the air. You know, um, Fugazi were backstage one time, and um, this guy turns up at the at the gig. I mean, Fugazi were always about, um, you know, under five dollars to get in yep, yeah, all yeah. age gigs, blah blah blah. And this guy turns up and said, "Oh, I want to sign you to our record label." And they like, we don't care, mm. we're not interested. He goes, "Oh, I signed the Rolling Stones." And they were still like, what do we care? <laughs> and they're like, we'll give you the, you know, you've got your own record label, you can do what you like. He yeah. said, we've already got one. Mm. We do what we like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so all those people who think that that makes them somebody, to so those kind of fat mics and, mm. um, you know, Fugazi and Minor Threat, they're not interested. No, it's John Cole. It's John Cole, that's <laughs> right. Don't come around <laughs> here with your millions of dollars giving us a radio show because <laughs> yeah. we're not interested. You won't buy us out. <laughs> Just call me. Um, just, <laughs> just leave it in a brown paper bag at the yeah. front door. <laughs> we'll worry about it later. Yeah, just if you're out there, just <laughs> direct message me. Just, just text you <laughs> straight away. Cole's still standing on his um, on his soapbox about it. But yeah, no, that's right. Well, uh, yeah. So we jest, but that is one of the reasons why we do this show because yeah. we have control of it without any adverts. Yeah, that's right. Because we get to do and say what we want. Mm. <laughs> we don't like these products. We'll be up against them. <laughs> So yeah, very punk, just like us. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty punk. <laughs> we're, we're, the, we're the punks of um, radio. Mm. Right, anyway. we'll do some more music. Do it, do it. So we're going to do the the Descendants, and this is I'm the One, and you're upstairs. <laughs> Truth and you know I'm right 
Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Bam, 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 bam,
Station. The f- Live music, interviews, and banter on expanding horizons. Yes, all you need is a punch in the face. That's Friends or Rom. And before that, we had Mind of My Own strung out from Strung Out. And before that, I'm the one from The Descendants. And I'll tell you what, Stu, Stu Cole, if they don't horizons. get you out your chair, yeah. pump, jumping around, pumping your fist in the air. Because I saw Friends or Rom a few times, right? right? And they are completely off the wall. I bet. You know when you go see bands and people go, oh, they were so good on stage. Mm. You know, like then they're in a big stadium, a bit like um, Green Day. <laughs> and you go, oh, yeah. They've got their signature rock rock star moves. Then you see bands like Friends or Rom in, in tiny little venues, mm. and you're like, you, th- you fear for your life, right? <laughs> because everyone on stage is everywhere. The crowd's on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And no one, no one's hired. You know, sixty big burly like um, bodybuilders to shove them all off because no. they're like, yeah, get up here, <laughs> you know. And um, like Friends or Rom, great, right? That I think that I think that that song comes from. Something their album was something like We Are Family or something. I think was the first, <laughs> was the name of it. Yeah. And in it, you could apply for the Friends or Rom credit card, <laughs> which I did. You did, and I got it. Nice. So it was a Friends or Rom credit card, mm. which for whatever reason never got activated. So something must have fallen over along the line with the Friends or Rom and their deal. Yeah. But um, it was an like so they had cartoon like really animated pictures of each other of themselves. Right. And um. Yeah, and I had one, and I was like, well, you know, and I was just thinking about this the other day, because when I saw Friends or Rom, like, you know, their lead singer was quite tall and thin, they had, from memory, long coloured dreadlocks. Right. And, um... Yes, he did, I'm just looking at a picture. Yeah, am I right? Yeah. And, man, they were so good, right? They were just like... So when people go, oh, they were so good on stage, I'm like, okay, I don't know what you think is good on stage, (laughs) but... When you, when you go somewhere and you fear for your life because of the energy, yeah, yeah, they were great, right? And Friends of Ron was amazing in the 90s. So, Jason Wally. Yeah, the lead, that's the lead singer. The lead singer, and he's, he's still he's serving as the band's sole con- constant member. Yeah. They're still going. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I'm just going to say, like, you, you can't be listening to something that fast and not, like, you know, the big bass line at the start. It, it's truly good stuff. I mean, mm. the Descendants one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all look like they were college kids. You know, he had, right. I can't remember the lead singer's name. I think it was Dexter or something like that. But, you know, glasses, big, thick, you know, yeah, like those sure. horn rim glasses, right. like yeah, purposely, obviously. Holly holy glasses. Yeah, and like in a T-shirt and jeans. Right. And they were just like this super fast punk band, you <laughs> know, like, and they did all those, like they, it, they're obviously aimed at the um, college, that college kind of radio alternative college radio right. in the United States in yeah. the 90s like the descendants and that sure but friends or rom wow yeah, so I, so good i just <laughs> they've often been threatened with blacklisting surprisingly enough who's that friends or rom oh, right. due to their um, profanity and in, in, in their cover art song titles and lyrics yeah oh, yeah <laughs> it's a it's a great like you know punch in the face all we need is a punch in the face well, it's just great it's just just great and i was i was going to say to you Stu, um thinking of that because for me it's not i don't think he's literally talking about a punch in the face maybe right he's talking about being confrontational to people who are like just dinosaurs in their thinking yeah sure right um much like how um i know really a formula 1 advocate but lewis hamilton talking about Nelson Piquet, right, who made some, like, I didn't read what he said or tweeted or whatever he did, overtly racist remarks about Hamilton. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then then Formula One went, well, 
Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And and I think that what they're singing about there is their whole. You need to get that thing, you know, those people and their attitudes, and just punch that in the face, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. confront it. And then I was reading in the week about this song called Storybook Children, and I hope in the future we can play this song. So it came out in 1967, right? And it was a soul song. Um, Billy Vera, and I'm sorry to the lady who was the singer. I can't remember her name, right? But they were saying that it was in, in the United States. So in 1967, you had all the civil rights things going on and um, when these two people appeared at um, oh, I can't remember the name of the place it's in Harlem it's a really famous theatre in begins with an A oh the Apollo oh yeah and then she walked on stage right to sing and then he walked on stage and he was white right and she was coloured hmm. and people in the audience in this heart were like oh my gosh they're going to sing a love song <laughs> about can't do that yeah, interracial yeah. love, right? Mm. And it was just a huge single. Uh, it was a huge song, right? And yeah, they yeah, went on yeah. to have wonderful... But people were, like, punched in the face by the fact that mm. it was a mm. white guy and a black woman mm. singing about being in love with each other mm. in the United States in the late 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, wow. And, and the song is wonderful, right? Like, sure. their harmonies are fantastic and they've got great soul voices, but people who are listening to it... Mm. And I was reading the you know, the feedback on, on YouTube and people going, oh, I remember when this song came out, you know, heard it on the radio when I was like 14 or whatever, and then um, saw them and went, oh, my gosh, like they're coloured, and he's not. Mm, mm. So when I hear that Friends of Ron talking about punching the face of that, and I think, think and I think Frat Wreck chords mm. are doing that, right? Mm. I think that they are putting those like bands like Propaganda and all that kind of thing who are confronting people, not overtly confronting them, but mm. challenging their views through the music for sure anyway is that's that, good is that alright well of course but Friends of Rome awesome right yeah so when did you see them uh, it would have been mid 90s or something right, like that yeah, probably yeah, yeah. in Australia when I was at university mm. and they'd turn up and you'd go oh I'm going to see them <laughs> there was so many like um, Australia had this and we, I know we've talked about Australian music before a long time ago you know many many shows that's such a thriving part, and they still do now I mean you know um Amy and the Sniffers, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, yeah. Um, and even the Chats and all those kinds of, you know, it, it's almost like yob punk, mm. I, get, I guess. Mm. But in those days, that whole speeded up, like Friends or Rom, and I remember seeing Toe to Toe. And, and even we've played in the past, the Fireballs, you know, the um, Rockabilly Punk, you know, Psychabilly and all that. Australia really had all that right. kind of going on, mm. I think. You know, there's a big... There's a big um, history in Australia of um, garage punk and garage rock. I mean, all the way back to early ACDC. And I find, I often talk to people about this because I, you know, people go, oh, I'm an ACDC fan. And I, I think, I wonder if they would have gone and seen them in like 1974 mm. or yeah, 76 yeah, yeah. or something when they were playing in a pub in Western Sydney. I doubt it because it would have been a bloodbath. Oh, that's right. You know? Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's not like now standing in a stadium. Um, in a big covered stadium watching them. No. You know, when you're at the back and you're watching it, it's all nice and you've got toilets are just over there and, mm. you know, you're buying, playing three times over the top for a, a beer or whatever <laughs> you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. In yeah, those yeah. days, it was a real statement of intent mm. to go to a gig like that, mm. you know, because the other people in the room weren't necessarily the types you might hang out with. No. No. So, mm. so Australia's got a history of that, I guess. Yes, it does. And I mean, lots of countries too. I'm not, yeah. you know, like, you know, we could go on about 
Sepultura or Sepultura or whatever you pronounce it, the Brazilian uh, core thrash merchants. Right. You know, there's Mm. probably a whole culture of that in Brazil as well. For sure. Right. That's good. That's very interesting. Like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. A wealth of knowledge as usual. Yeah, yeah. As usual. I was going to tell you, I saw No Effects many years ago as well, and they were awesome, right? Of course you did. They were awesome, right? (laughs) Liked them a lot. Someone was asking me about you the other day, and I said, ah, He's seen everyone. <laughs> I don't know about He's everyone. Like, ask, him, ask him a band. He's seen them. <laughs> I've given it a fair shot, though. I've tried. I've tried to see them. I've That's tried good. to see them. That's good. Right. Hey, we're going to do last, the last credit now, and this is Sing For Your Supper. And you're expanding it.
Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Expanding Horizons <laughs> on Plains FM 969. Yep, it's all here. With Stu and Cole, all of that stuff. Everything. Cool people. <laughs> Nonsense. Half made up stories, half uh, true stories. That's right. Bad jokes. Repeated on bad repeat, jokes. Yes. On repeat, yeah. So anyway, you're on Expanding Horizons with Stu and Cole, and that was No Use for a Name with their track Soulmate. Before that, the ripping Teenage Bottle Rocket with Skate or Die. And before that, the last credit was Sing for Your Supper. 
how good was that that teenage bottle rocket when i first heard that track and saw that video i was like wow yeah it's good it's awesome right videos should, should be on my run list i don't know why it isn't you'd run super fast <laughs> if you were listening to all these right yeah because they had like imagine playing at that speed or for like a whole gig <laughs> you know you'd be exhausted you would be tired wouldn't you yeah. I, I remember um i remember reading an interview with members of ooh, can't remember their name off the top of oh bad brains right with right. bad brains and they were saying when they were learning to play way back in the late 70s um, they, they'd turn up to their practices and they'd be like oh, I can play this song do you reckon we can play this three minute song in two and a half minutes <laughs> and they'd be like yeah let's try mm. and, and they'd just be like all trying to play as fast as they could <laughs> just because they thought it was funny right <laughs> and you, you listen to that you know like that's some serious guitar playing right mm. like oh, that's yeah. some fast guitar playing mm. you know and um, you cannot dismiss like the drummer. I mean, how tired would they be? Oh. They must have legs of steel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to keep to, you know to hitting that floor tom all the time, and that's why I was amazed at you know like the likes of Grant Hart. He'd be singing mm. and drumming mm. at speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, takes some doing, right? It does take some doing. Phil Collins can do it. He can <laughs> do it. Old Phil. That's it. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Oh yeah, I guess in his day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when he played drums for Nirvana. Yeah, he had a lot of white noise going on. I remember seeing that. <laughs> but yeah, mm. but yeah, but those those drummers are playing super super fast, right? Oh, they are. And um, anyway, so yeah, my hats off to him, Stu. Hats, off. hats off, Stu. Hey, um, in the week I, I watched a little bit of this interesting documentary called Under the Volcano. Oh yeah. Have you heard about this? Have not. Right. So it talks about George Martin, the Beatles yep. producer, and after the Beatles kind of called it quits, um, how he went to Montserrat mm. in the West Indies. And they were talking a, lot, a little bit at the start about Montserrat and how it was this relaxed place and, you know, all these bands would go there and mu- musical artists and how George Martin set up this whole recording studio and then there's lots of, like, home footage of of them like just kind of hanging around by the pool and yeah, it was a relaxed lifestyle you know like Paul McCartney when he was in Wings Elton John recording album after album there and they just loved it you know right. like and so it's interesting to I didn't finish watching it because mm. one I don't like Paul McCartney <laughs> two I don't like Elton John so I was like not investing another hour in it mm. But it was very interesting, the whole recording setup and that whole, you know, late 60s, early 70s vibe in right. in Montserrat, you know. And um, it was like, people didn't care. Like, there was there was a guy on a bike and they were interviewing him, just on a push bike, this old guy. And he goes, you know what? He said, um, all these kind of musicians came here and they could just go down the shop because no one cared. We don't care who you are. If you're a footballer, then we care. Right. And they would have been mobbed. But here, no one cares if you're Ralph. Couldn't care less yeah. if you're Paul McCartney and the Beatles. Mm. No one's interested in you. <laughs> Footballer, however, would be interested Different in Different story, yeah. So I, I guess, um, you know, they had their kind of... You know when people go, oh, like the Beatles, you know, like they're world, world-renowned, this, isn't it? Oh, are they? Really? Because in Montserrat, they didn't, didn't seem to care. Didn't care less. Couldn't you, care you know less. what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah. They're quite often people put out there that oh that you know like there's the world loves this band or the world mm. do they really mm. know who they are mm. 
or is it only your world? That's but, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm is not that, trying to be flippant there. Yeah, I'm no. just saying. Well, they do the same thing, don't they, with the like the the sexiest woman alive or the oh yeah, that's <laughs> that right, sort of thing. Fastest man in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like well, it's only in co- according to your magazine. Yeah. Well, I was watching baseball yeah. a couple of a couple of weeks ago, and the advert there was world's world's greatest or world m- world's most loved hot dogs or something. Right. I was thinking, oh, I wonder if people in like Algeria go, oh, those hot dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they do, right? Maybe I've never been to Algeria, but maybe they're well known there. Mm. Maybe there's just people with glib advertising. It's just hyperbole, isn't it? That's what it is. It's just hyperbole. Hyperbole, yeah. Mm. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. So yeah, under the yeah, yeah. under the volcano, sounds quite good. interesting. Mm. I, I watched another documentary, which mm, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Right? It's called Tear in the you Sky. Can tell me. Let me tell you. Let me put, let, put your feet up. I'll, I'll just get on the couch. I'll get my notebook out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. I want to talk about my relationship with my mum. Um, anyway, it's called Tear in the Sky. Right. Right. So I read about it on IMDb. People going, oh, this is a game changer, right? I'm like, okay. So I watched it. I don't see if it is. But anyway, <laughs> so they got a whole load of people. So it's about UAPs, right? Um, like UFOs, right? But UAP must be the scientific term for it. Mm. And anyway, this lady has is the head of the show. A more insincere person I do not think I've ever seen. <laughs> Seriously, what a shameless self-promoter this woman was. But anyway. <laughs> Your favourite kind of person. Yeah. Yeah, I love those people. But she had... In the documentary, there's a whole load of, like, really interesting people with a whole load of really um, wide experience, right? From three guys who've actually seen... They were talking a lot about the Tic Tac... The Tic Tac UAPs? <laughs> the Tic Tac Toe, yeah. Do you remember those? They were, they were spotted off of California. Um, and they were tracked by the US Navy, and they have video right. of it, and they're like a tic-tac shape, and they're flying like against the wind mm. at like 100-something oh, yeah. miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. Those, the two guys who reported that and filmed it, right. they were on it, uh-huh. because now their careers are finished, mm. right? Because mm. you can't be reporting that, right? No. Because there must be something wrong with you. Mm. They set up all this amazing um, technology to try and track and record and all this kind of stuff and um, of course they had William Shatner in there oh, yeah. I do not know why <laughs> because he's been to space he's been obviously, to space obviously yeah. many William, times William Shatner was, the, been all over the, was the captain of the, US, uh, the USS Enterprise yeah. so he has something to say I mean he's met aliens right he has and defeated them I and must say yeah, yeah, within yeah. 30 minutes <laughs> yeah so, so <laughs> if he's not he's not the leader at all but um, yeah so they set up all this amazing technology which was all over my head you know, like mm. they just mentioned a whole load of different things, but I just thought it was interesting. But mm. that lady, she ruined it for me. But uh, but anyway, because now NASA's set up a UAP department, right, to study it. Mm. So we'll see. Hey, interesting. Have we got a couple more songs? We've got you three more. You don't want me to talk more about UAPs? No, but I, <clears throat> there's lots of music documentaries that are out. But I might talk about those if we've got some time when we come back. Do that. All right. This is me first in the Gimme Gimmies with Sweet Caroline, and you're on Expanding Horizons. <laughs> in hand. 
Expand your horizons on Plains FM. Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. 
Stranding horizons on planes is FM. No, that's it. <laughs> We're done. We're done. No, that's done. everything. <laughs> We're done and done and done. Thought there might um, be one more rocking tune for a minute and a half no. to fill it in. So that was Bad Cop, Bad Cop with Woman. How do you say that? Woman Arc. Woman Arcist. Woman Arcist. Yep. That's too confusing for me. And before that, the swinging utters with wind spitting punk. Yep. And then we had me first and the gimme gimme's with their version of Sweet Caroline, which was pretty cool. Which every time you watch any sport now is played. I'm like, really? Oh yeah, Sweet Caroline. It's played every- <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. singing that one, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, Neil Diamond, you've yeah, got a lot to yeah. answer for, boy. Yeah, you'll be making lots of money. And pe- speaking of making lots of money. Canterbury's number one rock covers band. Now Somehow the the email got deleted after I read it. <laughs> and the venue's gone from your head, but it's yeah. in Kaipoi. It's in Kaipoi. I don't know how many venues there are in Kaipoi. It's from 7 o'clock. Yeah. And it wasn't the Mac Bar, because that's not in Kaipoi. No, no, no. Anyway, get along there. Get, get along, along to Kaipoi. Just stop someone on the street and say, I'm going to see the Firebird. And they'll go, my gosh, there's a queue down the road. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's right over there where that queue is. They'll be playing at the same time as the rugby. Is that right? Mm. Supposedly there's some rugby tonight. Uh, is there? 
don't know. I don't know. Not all, I know. <laughs> Not the All Blacks playing Ireland. Down yeah, in, is that this weekend? I don't know, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Down in Dunedin. Might be, might be. Could be, well, who they, knows. They're playing at seven anyway, so that's around the time of the rugby. Yeah. Um, but check out their Facebook play, page and it will have the details for you. Yeah. And Rob, if you're listening, you'll have to send me that email again. Yeah, because Stu deleted it. it. No, I just fed fat fingers. It combusted. Combusted, yeah, yeah. Self <laughs> too combustion. Hot. Too hot. Combustion. Too hot. Just like the firebird. That's it. Right. Anyway, enough. <laughs> we better get a move on because it's nearly four o'clock. Yep. It's probably time then. That we got up. Got down. And got outside. And we'll see you later. See you later.